teachings of thy word give it light. It give it understanding unto the simple. Welcome to the Bishop Francis podcast. Bishop Francis is the pastor of the Catch the Anointing Center, Lily of the Valley Cathedral, Teshulaskana. May you experience a supernatural encounter and be anointed as you listen to transformative preaching, insightful revelations, and down-to-earth teaching by the servant of the Lord, Bishop Francis Philip Asamoah. This message will revive, restore, and refresh as you receive God's word through Bishop Francis. Please do not forget to subscribe to his podcast channel to receive new messages. God bless you and enjoy the message. Sometimes we are far away from you, but we are praying that today you will teach us to be close to you, O God. May we draw close to you. May we draw nearer to you in the name of Jesus. May we draw near in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray, O God, draw us close to you in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, we want to thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor for today. We pray in the name of Jesus that you give us understanding. Um, Before I preach today, I want us to pray for Afghanistan, that the Lord will show the country mercy. All right. And let's all lift up our voice and begin to um, thank God and pray for mercy for Afghanistan. A lot is happening there right now and um, we should thank God that some of the things happening there are not happening in our country. But we want to pray that Lord have mercy on Afghanistan. That's all. Lord have mercy on Afghanistan. Lord let your eye and your hand move to Afghanistan. Somebody lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the people of Afghanistan, Lord, that you show them mercy, Lord. Have mercy on the people, Lord. Have mercy. Open a door of deliverance for the people of Afghanistan, Lord. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you are the one that created the heavens and the earth. The Bible says that the heart of the king is in the hand of the Lord. And Lord, we pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will show Afghanistan mercy. You see, if you are standing there quietly or looking at your phone at this time, it's the wrong thing to do. You need to lift up your voice and pray for Afghanistan right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray, oh God, we pray for Afghanistan, oh Lord. 
in the name of Jesus. Basoke bande, broko bosota bande, reko sote banda, boso kamanda, beyeke, basonda, monde, roko sonda, bereka mosota bande, baseke bande, roko sota, monde, bayaka, bosande, maya, sakana mataya. Lord in the name of Jesus Lord in the name of Jesus Lord in the name of Jesus have mercy we thank you in the name of Jesus Father Lord give us understanding this morning may your word transform our lives this morning in the name of Jesus and shall we all say Amen well, put your hands together for the Lord and you may be seated. Amen. All right. You are welcome to church today. All right. Beautiful. We want to continue our journey about quiet time. Is that okay? You see, quiet time is something very, very important that we need. Amen. Quiet time is something very important that we need. Amen. And we've started by saying what quiet time is. And um, quiet time is your personal time with the Lord. Amen. So it is time that you spend with God alone. Um, nobody else is there. It's just you and God alone. Amen. And today we want to talk about I think last week we spoke about strategies for, for quiet time. But today we want to talk about um, steps to an effective quiet time. Okay? Steps to an effective quiet time. And um, the first thing I need you to understand is that uh, as a Christian you know as a Christian one of the things that a Christian does is that you come to church amen it's, it's that's as a Christian do you get it uh -huh. but that's not the only thing you do are you here with me yeah but as part of your Christianity you come to church. Amen. But coming to church alone does not complete your Christianity. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So it means that apart from coming to church, there are other very important things that you need to do. And one of these important things that you have to do is what we call quiet time, which is your personal relationship with God. Hallelujah. It means that you and God have some interaction alone. Amen. Uh -huh. So if you are a Christian and you only come to church or you are a Christian and then you have a man of God in whom you believe or a prophet in whom you believe it's not enough. Amen. And it's not the primary thing. The primary thing is to have a personal relationship with God in heaven. Amen. God is not the person that we use to get 
some earthly benefit. You see, some people are in church. You see that when you join an association, you can join as an association because of the benefit. If I'm part of this association, I'll get one, two, three, and four, A, B, C, D. I'll get these things. So when I look at the association, it has some advantages that I get from being part of the association. Okay. So there are some people who are in church because, oh, we've realized that when you go to church, miracles happen. Or there are some beautiful girls in that church. So let me join the church so that I can get one of the beautiful girls. All right. Or uh, miracles happen. So maybe me, I want to travel abroad. So uh, we hear that in that church. Maybe the pastor is prophetic. So we say, I hear somebody here. I hear America. Uh -huh. There's somebody here. You, you are doing some connection for America. I give you two weeks. You will get a visa and you'll be going. Somebody say, glory to God. You see, maybe that is why you are in the church. But you see, there is more to Christianity than being in church for these things. Are you here with me? Yeah, there's more to Christianity because the whole concept of Christianity is to serve the creator of the heavens and the earth. That is what all this coming to church is about. So, you see, the quiet time is supposed to help you with that, your personal relationship with the one who created the heavens and the earth. Are, are you here with me today? Uh -huh. So, th that is why we have church. It's like, for example, like going to school. If I go to the medical school, at a point I leave the medical school. Because the whole purpose is to what? Become a doctor. So then I have to go out there and practice being a doctor. Maybe one day I'll come back to the medical school and start to train some other students to become doctors or maybe when i'm doing an operation in the hospital i'll call some of the students to come and watch how we do an operation do you understand what i'm saying but after 30 years i'm still in the classroom taking notes as a lecture that means that something is not correct amen failure yes Karen thompson you see you, you you have to understand that as we are in the church and we are listening to preaching and we are learning about god you see that it gets to a point where you should be practically able to do certain things. And one of the things that you are taught to do early is called quiet time. You see, the quiet time is like a baby sucking the breast of the mother. That's what quiet time is for a Christian. Amen. Yeah. So, I'm teaching you today that quiet time is probably one of the most important aspects of your life as a Christian. Amen. You see, these days it's very difficult to preach these preachings because that's not what we want to hear. Yeah, we want, we want the one where, you know, certain things are spoken about. Amen. Certain things I don't want to focus on this morning. Amen. So I want to encourage you. You heard the song, All My Quiet Time. In fact, when you, when you, uh, I mean, when you listen to the words, and then it gets to a point where God says that I don't know you, I don't know you, Amen. You see, there are some people in the church I don't know them. You get what I'm saying? But if we say LP Abigail, I know LP Abigail. If you say Reverend Rochi, I know Reverend Rochi. If you say Reverend Ampau, I know Reverend Ampau. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? And there are some other people, we don't know them. 
Because there's no relationship. Amen. Yeah. You see that sometimes when we close after church, I'll be, I'll be here. And then it's like, but may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, uh, the, that is like, by the time he said amen, circle, the amen is at the distance, circle. So he says that a, by the time we are said, this short grace that takes less than one minute is at, is at the judge and say, how would you have a relationship? Amen. So, it's just like uh, you wake up in the morning and then you do the sign of the cross and you are out. And you are saying you have a relationship with God. Sign of the cross is not enough. Blessed bless is not enough. Coming to church for one hour because you came late is not enough. And I want, to, I want to announce to you that that is not Christianity. I, I want to really tell you. I want to tell you that that is not Christianity. It's not Christianity. This thing that you iron your dress and on Sunday you come and sit down listen to preaching or whatever it is and then you go, that alone cannot be Christianity. And that is why the Bible says that not all those who say Lord, Lord will enter the kingdom. And he says that, put it there for us, Matthew chapter uh, 7 verse 21. You know, and that is why our prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, has written a song, Oh, my quiet time. I need my quiet time. That's why that song was written, because without that quiet time, what will happen is that God will tell you that I do not know you. Not everyone that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven but he that doth the will of my father which is in heaven verse 22 quickly many will say to me in that day lord lord have we not prophesied in your you see so you i'm talking to you those of you who think you prophesy i'm talking to you i'm talking to you that those of you who think you prophesy remember there is a lord lord we prophesied in your name and we did a what we have cast out devils eh, in thy name, isn't it? And then will I profess unto them Amen? So we cast out devils and in thy name did what? Many wonderful works. Next verse, quickly. And then will I profess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me. Ye that work iniquity. And this group it is like those sitting in church. You see, who think that, you see, by virtue of just sitting here, I'm on my way to heaven. By virtue of just sitting in the church, I'm on my way to heaven. He said, you that work iniquity. And you see that there are some people who prophesy who have many mighty works than you, who God is going to tell them that what? Depart from me. And that's why I'm telling you, you see, because that's why we are talking about what? Quiet time. So that you can have a personal relationship with God. And through that personal relationship with God, then you'll be okay. Because God will say that, I know you. 
Quiet time is what causes God to say that word. I know you. I know you. I know you. He must be able to say, I know you. Auntie Julie. He must be able to say, I know Julie. He must be able to say, I know Millicent. He must be able to say, I know Derek. Do you understand what I'm saying? He must be able to say such things. It's not that, oh, who is that? Oh, it's one of the guys who comes to church. No. Are you here with me? So that's what this whole quiet time is about. Are you here with me? That's what it's about. So as you are here listening to me, one of the cardinal signs of a Christian is also the quiet time. Amen. You, you, you spend time to talk to God every day. Every day. Amen. I, I hope you are learning something today. And if you are somebody who doesn't have quiet time, let this be the last day that you woke up and you did not spend time with God. Let, let today, let this day, let it be the last day. In the first service, I was telling them something. I told them that, you know, if you look at the UD and the UO, all right, uh, by now I think there are about 4,000, I'm not too sure right now, it used to be 3,000, now it's 4,000 going over. Do you get what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So when, when you look at the thousands of churches that we have and the various denominations that we have and all the pastors that we have and all the bishops that we have and all the chairmen that we have and then the convenience that we have and everything that is going all over the world as we are here we have you see we don't have one cathedral we have several cathedrals in several nations across the world do you understand what i'm saying and all these things are happening because one man called bishop Dagwood mills decided to take his quiet time seriously and without that man's quiet time all these things will not be there so you can look at how quiet time is absent in your life then you can see what it has deprived the world of because if bishop Dag decided not to do his quiet time till his shepherd comes to drag him and then shove a bible into his hand and put down his head into the bible to read it all these things will not be there your material 60 and all those things the camp messages Makane, uh, Makane upgrade, and then what? Optasia, eh? and Nejema, you know, and all these other things that have been put together for us. All of them come from one man's quiet time with the Lord. And without that quiet time, all these revelations will not come. Amen. So you see that this cathedral, maybe Church of Pentecost will be, or Presby will be here. Not catch the anointing. Because the person who was supposed to do quiet time, to get a certain revelation, to work with the Lord so that this can be built, he has not had the quiet time, so he's not got the revelation. And therefore it doesn't exist. And we will not be here. Hey, the place is quiet. Why? Did I say something wrong? Amen. That, 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 that is why your quiet time is important. I said, that's why your quiet time is important. It looks like a small thing. It looks like a small thing. 
but it's the greatest thing. Yeah. It looks like a small thing, but it's what? The greatest thing. It is the greatest thing. It is the greatest thing. Are you here with me? Don't, don't tell me, as for me, I dream and I see visions. You dream and you see visions? It's great. I also dream and I also see visions. And your quiet time will ensure that your dream and your vision doesn't lead you into error. Yes. That, that is what your quiet time will do. To, I, I'm talking to those who are into dreams and those who are into visions. Yes. I, I'm also into dreams and I'm into visions. I had a vision last night when I got home. I was praying in the night and the Lord showed me something. As the Lord was showing the thing to me, then I picked my Bible and I, I, I was just checking, where is this vision? I knew it was a vision from the Lord, but is it in the Bible? Is it where? Is it where? Yeah. Then, then I began to check and I saw that, no, it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Okay. And you see, as I was researching and thinking and meditating at a point, I think I fell asleep. Then in the morning, I was in my bathroom trying to take a bath and the Holy Spirit was speaking to me concerning the vision that, you see, this thing that I was showing you, then you fell asleep. Uh -huh. So it's continued. You see, that is, you see, we are talking about a personal relationship. Are you here with me? Uh -huh. That's what it's about. You see, so I, I want to tell you, even when you have a dream, you see, when you, you, when you have your quiet time and you go into your Bible and things like that, the Bible will show where that thing is coming on because the devil also gives visions. And the devil also gives dreams. And when you are somebody who has your quiet time, you'll be able to tell the difference between a dream or a vision from hell and a dream and a vision from heaven. You should be able to tell the difference. But if you don't have quiet time, you come and tell us that I've had a dream that I should go and sleep with two girls. And because it's a vision and it's a dream, it means that it's, 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 it's correct. Are you there? Uh -huh. So thank God you are into visions and dreams. But please, your, that your vision and your dream, show it to me in the Bible. Show it to me in the Bible. And the way me, my visions are, you see that they are above the written word. They are above the written word. Okay, please bring that your vision and your dream. I'll also show you my vision and dream and show you how it's, it's what, related to what God is saying in his word and how your own is off. That's what I want to tell you. I'm telling you that all these things will not happen if you don't have a personal quiet time. So I want to encourage all of you every one of you if you don't have a bible get a bible and decide that from today whether i have to kneel by my bed or sit under a tree quietly or something i am going to spend time with god every day I'm, it's something i'm just going to do it is something i'm just going to do amen i was telling them in the first service how my mother-in-law he told me my mother-in-law is a Presbyterian cat case. Brother, the way you are sitting is not correct. You see, 
Everybody sit up straight. We are here. We are listening to preaching. It's not, you are not watching a movie or you must sit down so that you can pay attention to what is being said. You see, what is being said is a very spiritual thing. And what is being said, that's the reason why we are here. Are you here with me? You know, and she said that. A Presbyterian catechist, he, he told me that one day, God gave her a dream. My mother-in-law, she's alive today. That God gave her a dream. And in the dream, God explained to her what being born again is. And he said, so by that, then she discovered what born again is. And as a Presbyterian catechist, she got born again. And he said, today, as I'm talking to you, I am born again. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm talking to those who are into dreams and visions. I'm talking to those who are into dreams and visions. That you see that a Presbyterian, when he gets a dream, the dream is explaining to her what it means to be born again. What is your dream about? Uh, what is your vision about? <laughs> That's what I want. What is your vision about? When, when people who genuinely doesn't even know what born again is, but as is genuinely trying to serve God, then God brings the person a dream that this is what it means to be born again. Then he begins to practice what it means to be born again. Yeah, a Presbyterian Curtis. That's why I want to ask you your dream. What is your dream about? Amen. So, today, decide. Here is my Bible. Here is my corner. I'm going to kneel there and I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. So, today we are going to do just one point and then we will continue. Amen. So, step number one. You, you pray to begin your quiet time. So, when you get up, the first thing, the first thing you do is that you pray to do what? To begin your quiet time. You and God alone. Amen. You see, when we go into wake up at four o'clock, you see, all of you begin to. So, when, when you wake up, the first thing you do when you wake up is have your quiet time. Amen. Will you, will you do it? That, that's what, that is what this Christianity is about. That is what this Christianity is about. It is you and God alone. So pray to begin your quiet time. What should I do? What should I say? Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord to begin your quiet time. Thank him. Thank you, Lord. I watched, I, I just saw something, some, an obituary or something like that. Person gone. How old? 39. Uh, 45, uh, 41, uh, 49, uh, 50. Oh, gone, 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 gone. And then you realize that maybe you are 40 and your mate died at 39. And you don't know what to thank God about. That's something to thank God about. That Lord, today, I'm 50 years and 72 days. I'm still around. There was somebody who was 50 years and 71 days. He's gone. But me, 72 days, I'm here. Thank you for your mercies. Because your, the Bible says that it's of the mercies of the Lord that are not consumed. So, Lord, I thank you for showing me mercy. But for your mercy, I will not, when I open my eyes, I will not be still around here. Yeah. You are married. 
my, my dear sister, you are married, eh? Eh, my husband, you see, every time your husband has done something, do you know the many girls that would love to have this, your husband, you see, even if I could get one of these husbands to give me these problems, I'll still thank the Lord. You have gotten, and there's nothing to thank the Lord about. No, because somebody, there's another woman who can see that the way it is is not going in my favor. But if God will even bless me with a husband who is annoying me, when he's annoying me, I will say, Praise the Lord. I'm just, if I could only have a husband that could annoy me so that when, he, when I become angry, then I remember that the Lord has given me one. sometimes. Father, I thank you that you've given me a husband that can annoy me sometimes so I can give glory to you. Hey! Those of you who don't know what to thank God about. You don't know what to thank God about. Amen. One day, one of my pastors said that he was there. He, he noticed that no girls disturb him. You see, so one day, one, one of his friends came that I have a problem. I said, what is the problem? He said, you know, the girls are disturbing me so much. Is, is there a prayer I can pray so that these girls will stop disturbing me? You see, so this my pastor decided to advise the person, but in, in his heart, he was not happy. They said, Lord, why? Am I not handsome? At least let them disturb me so I can sack them. But it's like nobody is coming at all. I mean, let them come so that I can say that, look, I'm a Christian or something. <laughs> but you should thank God. Yeah. I'm telling you, when you wake up in the morning, what to thank God about? What to thank God about? Are you there? Alright, let's go to Psalm 100 and um, verse number 2. What does it say? Can we read it together? Ready? Go. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. When you wake up in the morning, there's something you should do. There's something you can do. I'm not saying disturb the whole neighborhood but I'm saying there's something you can do when you get up in the morning you can say yes you are the Lord most high yes you are the Lord most high great as you Lord 
greatly to be praised and greatly to be praised father you reign great are you lord and greatly to be praised and greatly to be praised father you Somebody say, is it only English that God? Oh, he also understands. To me, to me, in your corner somewhere. Go to the next verse. Change to uh, uh, amplified version. He says here, now look at this. He says, know, perceive, recognize, and understand with approval that the Lord is God. Can we read that together? Ready, go. Know, perceive, recognize, and understand with approval that the Lord, he is God. Amen. So you see, when, when, when the priest is introducing, you see, you see that he, he what? He perceives, he recognizes, and he understands with approval. Yeah. So, so when it comes to God, you should be like the priest. Do you get it? Because he perceives, recognizes, and understands with approval that the Lord is God. So when you wake up in the morning in your house, you must perceive and you must do what? Recognize and you must understand with approval. Amen. Amen. Just a few years back, there was election. One party won, one lost. You see, for those who lost, it's like they say, these have won. Do you get it? So if we ask who won the election, they will say this thing, but they don't approve. Do, do, do you understand what I'm saying? So even though they will say that this group won, and vice versa, but they don't approve that these are the people, but you see, even they shouldn't have been there, we should have been there. And then when they also come there, this other group also say that, eh, they are there, but they are not supposed to be, we are supposed to be there. There's always, you know, so you see that, even though they know you are there, they don't approve of your being there. Yeah, they'll go to court with pink sheet and other uh, whatever. Do you get it? 
Because when you lose, you have to fight that. No, there's something, whatever. And then when the other group also loses, they also fight the same way. Now, even in America, they fight over elections. Amen. Are you there with me? Yeah. So, you see that when you wake up in the morning and you know and you perceive and you recognize and you understand with approval that the Lord, he is God, your attitude is different. Then he continues to say, it is he who made us and not we ourselves. So you see, you wake up in the morning recognizing who created who. That there's somebody up there who created me. I didn't create myself. So I have to serve the one that is up there. It's not the one up there who is supposed to serve me. I am supposed to call on the name of the one up there. He is not supposed to call on my name down here. Because he created me. I didn't create myself. This is what quiet time does for you. I said this is what quiet time does for you. That's why we sing songs like Onya Kopo Onya Kopo Amegina Beiwa Amegina Bera so all the nations because God created all the nations that's why we are able to sing to it with approval that you are the God who created and we approve we approve of you that you are the one who created us. We have no problem with it. When you get up in the morning and you have your you are saying that Lord, I have no problem with the fact that but for you I would not have woken up. There are some people that say that we don't believe in God. That's your problem. But me, I approve and I'm, I'm even happy that there is a God somewhere that can cause me to wake up and that can cause me to sleep. Hey, I'm even happier. We are, it's even better for me. Because that same God that wakes me up from my sleep, that's the same God that even if I die, he will raise me from the dead. This is why we should have quiet time. Because even if I die, he can raise me up. Those who don't believe in God, when you die, you are finished. But those who believe in God, we will rise again and we will live forever. And this is why I will go on my knees in the morning and say that, Lord, you are my God and I approve that you are the God who created me. This is why quiet time is important. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. It means that it's God that takes care of us. If, if those who have taken, many of you now, you are city people. I used to take care of sheep. I, I've read rabbits before. I've taken care of sheep. I'll take them to the bush, go and feed them, bring them back, and then all that. We used to do all those things. We will bath all the sheep, scrub all of them. I knew how to take, I had shepherd dogs. 
and we will go when I'm taking them out to feed them I had two dogs one of the dogs was called Bobby the other one was called Sheila two of my dogs and I'll go out with the dogs into the bush with my sheep to go and feed the sheep yeah so when you look at sheep the sheep always need a shepherd and thank God that God is our shepherd that's why David said that word the Lord is my shepherd I shall not want why would you not come to this shepherd who can cause you not to want, not to lack anything? Are you here with me? Yeah. Go to the next verse. He said, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And what? Into, and then what? And thank, a thank what? Offering. And into his what? Courts with praise. Be thankful and say so to him. Be what? And do what? To him. Bless and affectionately praise his name. Bless and affectionately praise his name. When you look, look at beloveds, Derek is praying that one call. Come, come with your wife. Come with your wife. Hold her hand and come with her. Uh -huh. Look, look at them. Uh -huh. You see, you see, you see that Derek. He normally shows his teeth, but when he got married, now his teeth show even more. You see, and you, 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 you can feel the affectionate. Yeah, affectionate words, love. You see, so when you're in a relationship and there's affection, you see that it makes the relationship sweet. Because, oh, I love you. Then say, I love you too. Or what? Me too, I love you. Or some, you see, it makes what? The relationship what? Sweet. So look at it there. He said that bless and affectionately praise what? His name. That's why when you get up in the morning, you should be able to say, Lord, hmm. I mean, I know that, but for you, ow, I will not be here today. Yeah. Uh, f follow me. Affe affection. 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 Are you learning something today? God also needs your affection. Those of you who only know God when you need a miracle. Those who only know God when you need a prophecy. Those who only need God when you want to marry. Those who only need God when you are broke. You see, God also wants your affection. I said, God also wants your affection. Those who only serve God on Sunday. When you marry your wife, do you leave her in the church and then you come and meet her on Sunday in the church? You are with her every day. In the same bed. Yes. That's the relationship. So affectionately what? Praise his name. You see, that's why this girl, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, or Carrie Job. That's why they sing, The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you. Hug your wife. 
the more I love you. Then he says, I want to sit at your feet, drink from the cup in your hand, lay back against you and breathe, feel your heart beat. This half is so deep, it's more than I can stand. I rest in your peace. It's over. Well, don't you think God will be close to you? Don't you think God will be close to you? Yeah. Those watching on Facebook who are marking the preaching, eh? They are in the church hugging. That's Mister and Missus hugging. Don't bring yourself. I'm preaching about being close to God. Those those who want to criticize me, I'm preaching about being close to God. Yeah. How I'm preaching about. How I'm preaching about and, and marriage demonstrates how we are supposed to be close to God and that's why I'm using the married couple to explain what it means to be close to God those who want to criticize me Amen Shina said the more I know you, the more I want to know you, Jesus, more. This is your quiet time. The best part of their relationship is when they are alone, not when they are in public. The best part of your relationship with God is not when you are in church. It's when you are having your quiet time. It's when you are having your quiet time. It's when you are having your quiet time. somebody is trying to find yeah, can we even go I have to go and find a Bible because not knowing I've been missing something amen I put my verse there for me why have they taken it off projector amen are you there huh? enter into his gaze with thanksgiving and a thank offering into his courts with praise. There is something that causes you to enter his presence. It's called praise. And that is why you see that the, when, when we started reading, it says that what? Uh, what? Where is it? Verse 2. Go to verse 2. They are still struggling. Oh. Okay. Alright, when you are ready, go to verse 2 for me. My iPad is also trying to struggle. Come on, go, go, go. Okay. Amen. That's why we said that sing a song unto the Lord, isn't it? That's why we said that. Sing unto the Lord. Because it brings you, enter his presence with what? Singing. It brings you to the presence of God. Amen. That's why when we are in church, and we start to worship, the atmosphere changes. Because as we are singing and as we are worshiping, the presence of the Lord just fills the place. Are you here with me? Are you here with me? Yes. Amen. Eh? It says, be thankful and say so to him. Be what? And say so. 
You see, some of the boys, you don't know how to say, look, I like you, sister. Even God likes it when say, oh God, you have been good. You see, oh God, you, you have been good. Yeah. Some of you husbands, you must be able to, oh God, I thank you for this beautiful girl you've given me. It is a prayer. It's a what? Are you seeing why you must thank the Lord? You see that even as we are using the songs for illustrations, you see that it changes the atmosphere. How many notice that? Give me a wave. You see that, look, oh, we are, it's, it's not like we are doing worship. Oh, I'm preaching and we are using the song, but even the illustration evokes the presence of God. Yeah. That, so you see that when you start to affectionately praise the Lord, it does something to God. And that's why I was using that as an example, that I was praying last night. As I was praying, then I got a vision. And the Lord started to speak to me concerning the vision up to this morning. Yeah, my personal time. My personal time. My wife was by my side. At that time, she was asleep. I was having a vision. Then I was in the bathroom alone, trying to take a bath. Then the Lord was still speaking to me. But that's how he's supposed to speak to you as well. Because we are Christians. I said, because we are what? All right. Can I show you some more scriptures? How many are going to take your quiet time seriously from today? Second Chronicles chapter 5, verse 13. And when the trumpeters and the singers were joined in unison, making one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice, with the trumpets and the cymbals and other instruments for, for song and praise to the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy and loving kindness endure forever. Then the house of the Lord was filled with a cloud. Amen. So you see that as these people started to sing, as they started to say that for the Lord is good and his mercy endureth forever, then the presence of God, the glory of God, started to fill the temple. That is why even if you are at home and you start to worship the Lord and you start to pray and you start, the atmosphere starts to change. That's why the atmosphere starts to change. There was one girl who was giving me a testimony last week that he started when he's doing the quiet time, then she begins to see that no, the presence of God is entering the place where he's having the quiet time. And I'm saying this is Christianity. I'm saying this is Christianity. Amen. So I'm showing you that when you begin to thank and praise the Lord, the presence of God comes. That's why I said, enter his presence with singing. Then in the King James in verse 4, Psalm 100 verse 4 says that what? Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Those things causes the presence of God to come to the place where you are. Amen. Why 
when you think at the crusades before the miracles start, you are the God that he left me. What a healing, Jesus. What a healing. Why do you think they sing those songs? Because those songs causes the presence. Why do you think Benin will say, and I expect a miracle today? Because they know that there is something about praising and worshiping God that causes God to just come loose like that. And we are showing you that when you have your quiet time in the morning, you cause the Lord just to come out like that for you. Amen. Look, many of our older people, you think they are not they are very spiritual. They are more spiritual than you. You see them kneeling by their bed. They are praying. They may not pray in tongues like you, but they are very spiritual. You see them kneeling by the bed. Maybe they can't rattle the words like you. You cry, what do you rattle? When, when we go into it, we discover that even you, you don't rattle anything. Yeah. I just showed you that I told you a story about my Presbyterian mother-in-law. Yeah. Are you there? Let me show you a verse that will it, it will blow your mind. Psalm 71, 75, verse 1. Can we read it together? Ready? Go. We give praise and thanks to you, O God. We praise and give thanks. Your wonders works declare. Okay. Read that portion again. Your, your wondrous works declare that your name is near. How, how, how do we discover that God is near? You see, when you start worshipping and then the atmosphere changes, then you feel that the presence, you see that it's the wondrous work of what Pesach says the presence is that something changes. So now we can recognize that God is here. That's what happens. You get it. And he's saying here that what? Let's start from it. He said, give we give what? Praise and thanks to you. Oh God, we praise and give thanks. Your wondrous works declare that your name is near. And they who evoke your name rehearse your wonders. So, so those who evoke the name of the Lord, those are the people who rehearse his wonders. So they are able to say that, you see, they'll say with David, he said that, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, the glory and the lifter of my head. Then the next verse said, I cried unto the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I lay me down, and I slept, and I, I woke for the Lord sustain me. So you see that after praying, then he starts to rehearse the wonders of the Lord. One day, this was early 2020. I was in Ghana. My sister, the one who comes before me, she was seriously sick in another country and we had to find a way and it was COVID had just started so even traveling had become difficult and many at that time that is when they had started to close borders so every nation is deciding to stop people from coming in because the way the COVID is going and my sister was there 
And at the point, we felt like she was going to die. Oh yeah, we felt like she was going to die. And we, we were desperately looking for a way to get her out of the country and bring her to Ghana so that we know what to do. And you see, when, when we finally got her out from Kotoka International Airport straight to the hospital, yes, straight to the hospital, you know, and I remember that I was there one day and then my sister called me from this country and as she was talking to me, you see, I didn't know whether to think, yeah, are these her last words? You know, is he trying to tell me something? Or what, 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 how is it going to be? And then you say, look, you need to pray for me because what is happening to and You see that the voice is becoming faint. And I was, in, I was in my house upstairs. And then, what did I do? I came down. Well, I didn't want to disturb. So I came to sit in my car. And then in the car, I said, Lord, what do I do? Then I said, today, how do you do miracle service? Yeah, and I, I had to remember many times I had stood in front of churches and prayed for people to get healed. And then I sat in the car and then I told myself that I'm having a miracle service in the car. Then I said, yes, for almost two hours, international call, for almost two hours. And I was in the car worshiping, singing, praising God so that God will spare the life of my sister. And I prayed and worshipped till things became better in a foreign country. And then she was able to sleep. And then gradually we got her out of the country and then he came to Ghana. So those of you who think that God only moves when a man of God is standing in front of the church. He cannot move in your room. He cannot move in your car or during your quiet time. It's a big lie from the pit of hell. That's what I want to tell you. That's what I want to tell you. Every prayer counts. Every time you spend with the Lord alone, it counts. Because today, there's nobody to say, is anybody healed? Oh, praise the Lord. Give the Lord a shout. There's nobody. It's just you alone in the car. But you need God to do something in a foreign country as you are in your car alone. And even that, God answered. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you that if you care to say things to the Lord, if you will affectionately praise his name, you will see the power of God in your life. All this I'm saying is quiet time. Amen. Are you there? Psalm 75 verse 1, is it there? Yeah, so we give praise unto your name, O God. We give praise unto the name. Your wondrous works declare that your name is near. Amen. So when you begin to praise the Lord, you will realize that as more, the Lord is near to me. Then what else? And they who evoke. So you see that I was sitting in my car and I was evoking the name of the Lord from my car. I couldn't drive all the way to church. We couldn't do that. But right from my car, in the night, I was evoking the name of the Lord. And now I can rehearse the wondrous work 
You see, just a few days ago, my sister told me that all the medication they put her on when she came to Ghana, now she's off all the medication. You see that now, after evoking the name of the Lord, now I can rehearse, I can rehearse his wonders. So when you are somebody who does quiet time, you will get to a point where you start rehearsing the wonders of the Lord. That is why Bishop Dark can rehearse the wonders. Look at the books that are written. He can rehearse the wonders. Look at the churches that have been built. He can rehearse the wonders. Look at the crusades that he's doing. He can rehearse it everywhere. All from what? Quiet time. All from quiet time. So all this I'm trying to tell you. Pray to begin your quiet time. Thank him. Amen. Do what? Thank him. This is all that time will allow us today. Thank him. Thank him. That is why the most precious part of your... You see, when you're a married man, you see, look, if, you, if the men will be honest, you see, when we are going out and you polish your face and then we are going out, I mean, it's nice. But the precious moments is when we are alone. Those are the precious moments. Are there some brothers here? Or, or? You see, sometime one day, my wife did a certain hairstyle. When I looked at the hairstyle, then I realized that things, because of the hairstyle, some things will not go in my favor. The way the hairstyle is. <laughs> You see, you even have to put it somewhere. You, you have to lean the head somewhere. Uh-huh. So you see that the hairstyle is not helping the, the relationship. Amen. Hairstyle, no. The architectural design on the head. So you see, when we go outside, hey, Charlie! Bishop, the way your wife's hairstyle is very nice. That, oh, yes, it's very nice. You don't know. This hairstyle is really disturbing me. You don't understand. You don't understand that this hairstyle is disturbing me. Some of you, it's a quiet time. You see, normally you would have done it. Then you got a job some public, so now you wake up at five to go. So it's like the new job is disturbing the Lord. You used to spend time with me. Now you are praising me for this new job. But now, no time for me. So it looks like, Charlie, this blessing is disturbing me. disturbing the relationship because you are going to twist your leg and then when you come home it's like everybody says the high heel was nice so but then you are suffering domestic damages you see so yes so, so you see that when we when we talk about quiet time there are certain things that make the quiet time work there are certain things that make your relationship with God work and you must fight to make sure that the things that make the relationship work you have all of them in 
That's what we are trying to tell you. Tomorrow when you wake up, make sure. I said make sure you spend some time with the Lord. When you wake up. Say amen. You see, as I'm preaching to you, you see, you, you can ask the pastors here. You see, the way I'm preaching one point to you, they will know that I've spent time with the book. Spend time with the book. Please don't forget these scriptures. What? Psalm 100. And then Psalm 75. Uh, and then 2 Chronicles chapter 5. That's why as a Christian, you must have different versions of the Bible. Now I'm reading King James. I've read Amplified. And the Amplified also helps you to understand the Bible. And I'm saying that this is Christianity. This is what? This is the Christianity that many of us, we've thrown it out the window. And I've come here to tell you that let's come back to our Christianity. Let's come back to our Christianity. This is Christianity. Let's come back to it. Amen. Yeah. And it will be well with us. So hopefully next week we will continue. Stand to your feet. You want to spend two, three minutes. You want to pray. You want to say, Lord. I want to tell you that from today I will affectionately praise your name. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to serve you. Some of you must say that, Lord, I've realized that I've not been serving you well. But from today, oh Lord, from today, from today, I'm going to serve you. From today, I'm going to serve you well. Somebody begin to pray. Begin to pray. Lord, we pray to you, Lord, in many regards, in many respects, and even concerning quiet time, we've not served you well. But today, we pray to you that we are changing, Lord. A revival is starting in our personal relationship with you. Well, Lord, we are going to be closer to you. We are going to serve you. We are going to wake up in the morning, and we are going to pray to you, and we are going to read our Bible, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We are going to serve you like never before. We are going to wake up and we are going to evoke your name. We are going to evoke your name in the name of Jesus. Everybody, usher, everybody, lift up your voice and pray unto the Lord at this time. Pray unto the Lord. Begin to uh, what, talk to God about your relationship with him. Everybody here, begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to pray. It's a time of prayer. Talk to God. Don't be looking at your phone. Don't be looking around. Don't be looking at the time. Just talk to the Lord right now. And you are telling him that, Lord, uh, I've not served you well. But from today, I've learned something that will help me to serve you well. Uh, and Lord, give me the grace. Uh, Lord, I come before your throne of grace to obtain mercy and find help that will help me in times of need. Lord, in the name of Jesus, grant me the grace to be close to you. I want to be close to you. Lord, I want to wake up in the morning and pray. I want to wake up in the morning and read my Bible. I want to wake up in the morning and evoke your name. I want to wake up in the morning and may your presence that 
your presence will come to my room uh, where I spend time with you. Uh, that your presence will come to that tree under which I have some time to spend with you. Uh, that your presence will come to the car where I spend time praying, oh God, uh, in the name of Jesus. Everybody lift up your voice uh, and pray. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. And tell the Lord, Lord, I am repenting today. Many a time I wake up and I don't pray. Many a time I wake up, I don't read my Bible. I just get up, I go, brush my teeth, I bath, and then I head off. But Lord, I am changing today. Lord, I'm repenting today. Lord, I'm correcting this today. I don't want to be like somebody who said that, Lord, Lord, and then you say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. Lord, I want to say, I want to be like one that before I can mention the Lord, you yourself will say that I know that one. Lord, I come before you today. I repent before you today. I have not served you well, oh God. I have not served you well, Lord. I have not loved you well, Lord. But Lord, now I have learned something. And through what I have learned, I'm going to love you, Lord. And I'm going to serve you, Lord. And I'm going to call on your name, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Masokamande, brosokatamande, rekasokatamande, Everybody pray. Everybody talk to God. Lord, I'm coming back to you, Lord. Lord, I'm coming back to you, Lord. On Monday, I'm going to call on your name. On Tuesday, I'm going to call on your name. On Wednesday, I'm going to call on your name. On Thursday, I'm going to call on your name. On Friday, I'm going to call on your name. On Saturday, I'm going to call on your name. On Sunday, before I even come to church, I will call on your name in the name of Jesus. Oh God, help me, Lord. Cause a revival in my life. Cause a revival in my life. That Lord, I will serve you well, oh God. Give me the energy. Give me the strength to serve you well. In the name of Jesus. Oh God. Oh God. Oh God. I'm coming back to the heart of worship where it's all about you. It's all about you, Gee, I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it where it's all about you. It's all about you. I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Where it's all about you. Oh, it's all about you. Gee, I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made it. When it's all about you, where it's all about you, Jesus. When the music fades, when the music fades, and all is swept away, and I simply come, longing just to bring something that's of worth, longing just to bring. Something that's of worth that will bless your 
I'll bring you more than a song. Oh, I'll bring you more than a song. For a song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within. Oh, let's sing. You search much deeper within. To the way things appear. To the way things appear. You are looking into my heart. You're looking into my heart. Oh, I'm coming back. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Where it's all about you. It's all about you. It's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made. Where it's all about you. It's all about I'm coming back to the heart of worship one more time. I'm coming back to the heart of worship. Where it's all, it's all about you. It is all, it's all about you, Jesus. I'm sorry, Lord. I'm sorry, Lord, for the things I've made where it's all about you it's all about you it's all about you jesus lord i thirst for you and i long to be in your presence oh my soul will wait on you draw me nearer father draw me nearer draw me nearer draw me to the beauty of your holiness to the beauty of your holiness and i will wait and i will wait on you And I will worship you, Almighty God, in the beauty of your hope. Oh, and I will wait, and I will wait on you, oh, Almighty God, in the beauty of your holiness and I will worship and I will worship you almighty God in the beauty of your holiness why not lift up your hand to the you yourself talk to the Lord just for two minutes you yourself, just talk to him for two minutes. Affectionately praise his name. All over this place. 
oh God. Ushers, everybody, technical team, everybody, just talk to him. Just worship him. Just for two minutes. Lift up his name. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus, we lift up your name. We lift up your name. We lift up your name. Oh God, we lift up your name. In many regards, I have not served you well, but Lord, today I lift up your name. I come before you. We lift up your name. We lift up your name. We lift up your name. We evoke your name. Oh Jesus. Oh God. Masuki barakosatabaya. Rikosutana mama mama. Rokosatabande kasutamaya. Rokosutodo mama mama. At the back, everywhere, lift up the name of the Lord. Don't be distracted at the back. Lift up the name of the Lord. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. Oh Jesus. You are all we have. We are all we have. Listen to the cry of your children. As we call on your name. We are coming back to you. We will serve you every day. Oh Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Just be silent before the Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for a quiet time. We are praying that from today we are going to practice quiet time. We are going to correct the mistakes. And we are going to do this thing called quiet time. We are going to become closer to you in the name of Jesus. With every head bowed, every eye closed, you may be here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. If you are here like that, it means that if you should die today, you are not sure you are going where you are going to be, whether you are going to heaven or hell. You don't know. It's a sign that you are not born again. So if you are here like that and you want to give your life to Christ, lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray with you. If you are here like that, your right hand. And if you've lifted up your hand, just come to the front here. Just come to the front here. I'm going to pray. If you are here like that, want to say this prayer after me, okay? You want to say, Lord Jesus, let's all join. Lord Jesus, today, I have decided to serve you well. And because of that, I receive you as my personal Lord and as my personal Savior. Please write my name 
in the book of life. I want to be in heaven one day. Lord Jesus, help me to have a personal relationship with you. May I call on your name every day. Teach me your word. Teach me to be close to the Lord. Thank you for saving me. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Beautiful. Sister, what's your name? Augustina. Justina. Faustina. Okay. I have a present from you for you from Bishop Dakiwon Mills. It's called How to Be Born Again and Avoid Hell. Alright. So this book is going to help you. All right. So you see our brother over there. He will talk to you briefly and then you will come back. All right. You are blessed. Put your hands together for the Lord. Shall we pray? Father Lord, I pray for the grace for quiet time to come upon all of us. That we will evoke your presence in our houses, in our offices, and wherever we go. May we be closer to you than never before in the name of Jesus. So that on the day you see us, you will say that I know him, I know her, I know these people in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we give you glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Have you been blessed today? Alright, you may be seated. God bless you for listening to this anointed message. It was great having you and we believe you have been blessed and uplifted by this powerful word. Subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages regularly. God richly bless you.